Welcome to the Natural Life Academy. Two mums sharing simple steps to a more natural life, for better health and a happier planet. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Natural Life Academy. I am Claire Cameron and I'm Kylie Ryan. And today we are going to be talking about, oh my gosh, can you hear the excitement in my voice? One of our favourite topics. <laughs> Essential oils. And if you had told me two years ago that I would be saying that essential oils are one of my favorite topics, I would have thought you were insane. But we are going to, so we're going to talk about how we use oils around our homes. Um, to, I mean, I rattled off this list to save money, to improve our health, to reduce toxins, to help the environment, to give ourselves a bit of a sense of empowerment um, and so, so many other things that we will talk about in this episode. Um, we're also going to tell you about what to look for in essential oils, a few limitations on usage and a bit of safety advice. Um, and we're going to cover, so we're going to split this into two episodes because we could literally talk about this for hours and hours and hours. So today we're going to cover five of our top 10 oils. And then in the, in the next episode, we'll cover the other five. So Kylie, do you want to start off with a bit of your story of how you got into oils? And uh, yeah, start yes, from there. I, def- I sure do. And let's just start with, this was actually a request um, for an episode in our Facebook group. Oh, yes. not Our Facebook group is The Natural Life, if you should want to join. Yes, next um, time you're on Facebook, request. Um, but not that we, we don't need an excuse to talk about essential oils. However, it was really nice to be given one. Yes. <laughs> and just a side um, note, if you do have requests for episodes or anything you want covered, please just ask. Yeah. Um, right. So how I started with essential oils. Um, oh. I don't even know how many years we're going on now. Am I on three years? Yeah, just over three years of using essential oils. And I have pretty much always been health conscious. Um, And I think I mentioned that in, I feel like I've touched on this in our episode where we talk about um, getting to know like us, about us. But I was always very health conscious but I had never heard of essential oils. I mean, I had, but I thought that you just smelt them. Um, mm. Anyway, our, it was like the most opportune timing. I have a girlfriend who um, she was using essential oils, specifically doTERRA. Um, and our youngest, so our middle child now, had just gone through her first winter and she had spent the entire winter sick i'm not kidding i think that poor kid got she would have been lucky if she got a few days between viruses she just caught everything and when she caught it she got it so much worse than every other kid like her brother could have a cold and she could have a cold and they would look completely different she looked like she was dying Mm. she got every symptom the poor little thing and you know she was only like between six and eight months old at the time um and he would just have a little bit of a runny nose and i could never understand why nothing was working for her and then it was the end of winter it was august and my girlfriend who didn't know that this was the case asked um so she was coming over and she asked if i minded if she brought some oils with her and i thought what am i going to do with essential oils 
I don't really like, I've got candles. I don't need anything that's yeah. going to make my house smell good. I really like my candles. Mm-hmm. <laughs> anyway, so she proceeded to bring them over and amongst the chaos of four children playing and needing us, she managed to tell me, I'm not kidding, I don't even reckon she got to explain 10 minutes worth of essential oil stuff. But that was all it took because she told me how she was using them for her kids, for their immunity, for when they had runny noses, when they had sore tummies, for to help their sleep, to clear their airways, like earaches. The list was endless. And she started listing them. I was like, okay, what do I buy? Tell me now. <laughs> I'll, I'll do it. Um, and so I bought a kit. And I am going to be 100% honest, I was sceptical. My husband was sceptical, but he had said to me, if you want to do it, do it. If you want to buy them, I don't mind. And I didn't really think that they could have worked. I just, like, this is how sceptical we were. Our daughter was teething and I had read that frankincense was really good for teething. Now, I didn't have a heap of oils. I only had the top 10. So... I had read that frankincense could be really good for it because it was great for inflammation. Anyway, we started putting frankincense on the soles of her feet at night before bed and we started to keep a tally and we did a test. <laughs> and so we do like four nights with frankincense, two nights without frankincense, and we started to keep track of whether she would sleep through or wake up in pain. And we got to 24 nights of testing And every single night that we hadn't put frankincense on her feet, she woke up crying. And every single night we put it on her feet, she slept through. And my husband and I were like, no, that can't be. That can't be because of essential oils. Like, really? But after 24 nights of trying to trick it, (laughs) it didn't work. Hmm. Like, it was accurate. Every single time it worked. Um, And so then I just, yeah, slowly started to build them up. And I noticed that for her, when I applied specific oils to help her immunity, help her body fight viruses, the duration of her colds was far shorter. She wasn't nearly as sick. She got a bigger break between getting colds. Like she still got sick. She's a kid. Kids get germs. It's some ridiculous statistic. Like a child, a toddler is expected to get like between 15 and 20 viruses a year. Wow. So she still got sick. Um, But. It just was not nearly as bad as what it was before oils. So it became a very gradual obsession. It is now an obsession, but it was gradual. Hmm. Um, And it was just every time I, we had another, I think what, what really got us all over the line, including my husband was the physical stuff. Like your child has a sore tummy or your child has gastro and you use an oil and you see an effect or you Hmm. have a sore muscle and you know, just those physical things that you can see and you can treat are what made us realize and completely change our thinking um, about the power of natural health. Like we always knew Mm. natural health was great, but it just, I think we doubted, was it as effective as what Western medicine can be? And every time we've tried something, it's proved to us that it can. Mm. So yeah, that's, that's us. Well, I'm, I was probably a little bit slower than you. So I was first introduced, I'm going to say two years ago, went to a class and I was a bit more sceptical than you. So the lady running the class had said that she had gotten through teething with her 
I can't remember how old the kid was then. My youngest was about 18 months, so about similar age. Gotten through teething with no paracetamol, no like, um, what's it called? Teething gel stuff, purely with essential oils. And in my head, I was like, really? Surely you've, you know, slipped a bit of Panadol. I don't trust that. But I went away, thought about it. I didn't buy it on the spot. Went away and thought about it and I thought, oh, look, what have I got to lose? I might as well give it a go. I've changed so much about everything in our, in our home to be more natural. So why this is kind of the next step. And then I didn't really use them for, for a while. I used them a little bit, but not so much. And then when we started talking, Kylie, talking to Kylie, mm-hmm. she um, just shared a lot more practical uses of them and how to use them and what to use them for. And that's when I started just slowly using them a little bit more and a little bit more and became a complete addict. And <laughs> I think, um, I don't know, we're going to go into that a bit later, but yeah, now use them we use them around the house for everything from cleaning health i think the the important thing to say is they're not like an extra thing that you add to your house no. it replaces so much i think people think of it as a big expense i might go into that a bit later but it really replaces so much other spending yeah um, directly it, it, and indirectly yeah and here's the thing with oils i think and i say this to people a lot um when I run classes on them, which again, if you had have told me three years ago that I would be running essential oils classes, I would have told you you'd lost your mind because <laughs> act, I was actually asked, like I was told by my friend who introduced me, you'd be great at running classes. And I was flat out, no, they are not for me. Like, yeah, I don't sell stuff. I'm not good at it. I used to work at a surf shop and I was so bad on the floor. They put me in the stock room. So no, I, it's not, not my thing anyway, but I do say, I always say to people at essential oils classes, you don't have to be willing to go all in with them from the beginning, but you do have to be willing in order to make them, um, a, a more financially responsible decision for your family. You need to be willing to try and use them at least once every day at the start, even if it's just throwing them in a diffuser, because you need to, you need to, it sounds really silly when I say it, but you actually need to learn to understand the oils Mm. and that builds your confidence. And then, you know, I remember Googling the most ridiculous things about essential oils because it was like, I thought I needed a recipe to use Mm. them. I needed to know exactly what oils I could put together in a diffuser. And it was only any exactly. It was only from using them every day and committing to using them every day that I realized, ah, I don't need to do that. I can actually just put whatever I want in there and I don't need to Google which oil is good for this because you actually become really good at intuitively knowing which oil is going to work for your body. Mm. But it's pretty amazing. Only if you practice with them. It's not just something that they can't sit there and once every, you know, month you decide to pick one up. You're really not going to, one, you are wasting your money. There is an amazing product sitting at your fingertips that you are not utilising. You may as well have saved that money. Like don't, if you really don't think that you are going to be able to commit to using them regularly, I 100% say to people, 
don't, you're not ready. Don't invest. Don't waste yeah. your money on them then because it would be a real shame given the amount of like the plant and everything that goes into a bottle of essential oils. It would be a real shame not only for people to spend their money and not use a product, but for that product to go to someone who's not going to use it when, you know, all of that work has gone into putting it in the bottle in the first place. Yeah. Um, yeah. Exactly. All right. Should we get – so one of the questions that we had in the Facebook group was what to look for in essential oils. And mm. she said specifically not talking specific brands. Now, this is a tough mm. – it's a tough one and an easy one for us to answer. It's like opening Pandora's box in some It's like opening Pandora's box. So I'll just start talking and we'll see where it goes. So the thing is – there are so many different companies that produce essential oils and this is just going to keep growing. As they get Everyone's more jumping popular. on the bandwagon. Everyone the is jumping on the bandwagon. And the thing about that is that there are a lot of companies that have no idea what they're doing and they're producing these inferior essential oils. So in actual fact, there are only three companies in the world that produce 100% pure essential oils and doTERRA is one of them and that's the one that Kylie and I use and recommend and that's why we can't really talk to any other brands because we don't know what their testing process is um Mm. where they're sourced from and any sort of any of the process that goes into producing those oils and the thing is we can kind of in a way we can tell you what to look for um in an essential oil However, what we're telling you to look for, you're not going to be able to find out from looking on a bottle. No. That's the issue. So basically the, the problem here is that in Australia, and actually I'm pretty sure it's worldwide, the essential oil industry is not regulated in any way. So only a certain percentage of the product has to be pure essential oil in order for them to say on the bottle that it's a pure essential oil. 95%. Now, that then means that the rest can be synthetic and, wow, synthetics are super bad for, for especially for women, but in general for your endocrine system, they're just, they're really shit for your health, to be honest. As we said in the previous episode, if you want to listen back then, yeah. talking about fragrance. It's artificial fragrance, basically. Yeah. Um, but then the other thing is, if it is 100% pure essential oil if it says that on the bottle the issue you then are trying to find out is is it organic because most of them are not because we all know i mean if you're in australia you know you may know the hoops that organic farmers have to jump through in order to be certified as organic um and it's it's just really really hard and given the amount of crop size that um, they need to, you know, distill essential oils. They need a massive crop. It would be really hard to keep pesticides off it if you are in a farming area. Um, So that's the other thing. And, you know, if you're putting 100% pure essential oil on you, but it's sprayed with a shitload of Roundup, then you may as well just go and get the bottle of Roundup because it's Mm. not it's not going to be doing your body any favours. And you're actually, this is where you see a lot of people doubt essential oils because they say, oh, no. You know, if we're talking about, say, sleep, for example, and lavender. Oh, I've tried lavender. It does not work for me. You hear that very often. 
Yeah. I've, I've tried essential oils. I bought a bottle at this health food store and it didn't work. But that's probably because the quality of the essential oil was pretty poor. Yeah. And it's really hard to know that because companies are not just putting it out there that the quality of their oil is crap. They're not, and it's not necessarily that they're trying to produce a crap product. They just don't know enough. They're not invested no. enough in the essential oil production to know what yeah. should go into it. Whereas yeah. You have to have a, a fair like bit of Tara. money. Yeah. Totally yeah. focused on it. And that, that's mm. their one thing to pro- Oh, God, Kylie, I should know it. Produce. What do they say? CPTG. The purest, the purest oils in the world. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's a hard thing. And then the difference, so when I was doing a little bit of research, because after my girlfriend had talked to me, I wanted to kind of research more about essential oils. And there were some other companies that came up. Um, but the difference with doTERRA is that they don't grow. So there is, and I don't want to specify names, but there is an essential oil company that their like slogan I'm not going to say the exact slogan, but pretty much says that, you know, they, from the time that it is a seed, like they grow it, they harvest it, they distill it. It's all on site. You, you know exactly what is going on with that crop because they have a hundred percent control of it. For starters, given the size of that company, that's actually been proven to be incorrect. But the, the issue with that is that, they may, let's say they had all the land that they needed to grow all of their crops. Not all of those plants are going to thrive in that one location. Mm. So you're not, you know, for example, you're not going to grow tea tree that thrives in Australia. You're not going to go and grow that in Washington because it's not going to thrive there. Um, And the quality of the tea tree is going to be poor compared to what it is in Australia. So that's the difference with doTERRA. They don't grow anything themselves. They find where it thrives best in the world um, and they get it from there. So I'm Directly from there, not, yeah. from a sec- not from a middleman, directly no, from the farmer. from the farmer. They go straight to the farmer. Um, so, yeah, there's over 40-something countries that they get their essential oils from. So they go directly to Somalia. They go directly to Italy you know, to Australia, you know, they get it from where that plant thrives because its healing properties are better when it is grown in the environment that it should be growing in. Yeah. I have no idea whether that actually really answered that question of what to look for. Well, but as you can, that's sort of the thing to show that we can't really answer that question because we, there is um, no answer to that question yeah. in terms of what Unless to look Unless you for. want to disappear down a rabbit hole of research per company. Yes. It is actually really hard. And I, I completely understand that people find that frustrating and that is potentially why a lot of people want to get involved with using essential oils and they don't. Um, because I think a lot of people potentially feel like people who are talking about like doTERRA um, are just talking about it to make money. And I'm not going to say that there's people out there who are not doing that, but I can say that, you know, Claire and I never intended for doTERRA to be a part of our business at all. Um, No. 
Never. But, and I think a lot of people are the same. I've spoken to a lot of people about this who have said that they never intended for it to be like that either, but they just couldn't deny how amazing the effects were for their family. And they just naturally started, like they were telling their family about it and their family bought some and then they were telling their friends. And I started giving giving oils to people. I was like, oh, here, you're like your kid's sick. Let me give you this. It was yeah. never an intention to start a business. It was just, wow, this has worked for me. It might work for you. And it was, so it turned into a class. Um, yeah, okay, I've had a bit of a thought on that. So, so I guess if we were going to give an answer for that question, I mean, we've given our opinion, but it would be find out where they source each of their oils from. Yeah. Find out what their testing process is. If they mm. have one-step testing, not good enough. doTERRA has no. 11 steps in their testing process. So many essential oil companies put it through one test and that's how they say it's pure. Whereas and I think, know, three tests down, not so pure. Yeah. You also have to, as part of that testing, find out if there is like a third party because you want someone yes. that's completely not that's invested the as well. in the company. Yeah. Do they do independent testing as well yeah. as in-house testing? Because in-house testing, they can hide a lot and they're yeah. going to know specifically what test not to do because they don't want to flag something. Exactly. So, yeah. And then is it organic? I would say yeah. those, if you look for those things and it ticks all of those boxes, then great. Again, we can't recommend that, but yeah. those are the boxes that we would want it to tick. Yeah. They were, um, they were the boxes that we were looking for when we started using essential oils. Yeah. Especially when it comes further down the line, we will, we will talk about, um, our beliefs on it but when it comes to ingesting oils as well mm. just yeah that's why there is so much um, you've probably seen a lot in the media and on social media and stuff about the dangers of ingesting essential oils and that's why because it really is that I mean people who use them irresponsibly but if you are ingesting a non-pure essential oil who knows what you're ingesting so yeah. Yeah, again, I think we've probably set it up on that. Should we get stuck into yeah, it? Yeah, let's get into the top. Um, the, our, yeah, yeah, we'll start with five All favorites. Right, Kylie, you, you kick it off. You pick your. Ooh, my favorite. Okay. Um, out of our five we chose. I am going to go. I'm going to start with. Now, please bear in mind that these are, if, they're, if these are blends, these are the names of the Terra blends. Yeah, um, and we'll tell you what's in it. Yeah. Well, you'll have to tell them exactly what's yes, in it. So I, I don't have the, bot in the bottle Which in front of me. Which one are you starting with? I'm going to start with Digest Zen. Okay. Um, so the reason that I love this, this is a blend, and you actually probably will have seen all of these ingredients in like teas that help um, calm yeah. the tummy. So, and if you can hear clicking, it's because Claire feels the need to smell her oils. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Recording a nice. podcast. Or me sniffing um, because I like to get in the feel of it. <laughs> All right, I'll yeah. just tell you what's in it first and then Carly. So in yeah. Digest Sam, we've got anise, peppermint, ginger, caraway, coriander, tarragon and fennel. Yeah, so I'm sure if you have ever had like a tummy settling tea, a lot of people will have had those ingredients. Um, and it's exactly the same for Digest Sam. They're just the essential oil distilled from, you know, particular parts of those plants. But this... 
this was probably one of the first ones for me because I have had a lot of food intolerances over the years um, and I can get really bad tummy aches really quickly after eating something and I can all of a sudden look like I'm five or six months pregnant. Um, and so I started using Digestin on my tummy and I couldn't believe the difference. It instant relief, like within five minutes, pain was gone. So I use it on my kids, use it on myself. Um, I've used it very, very heavily diluted on our baby when he had sore tummy. Um, it has, I, I think my favorite time that it has been used is, the inevitable gastro outbreaks just Mm -hmm. as a support it makes such a difference and you know kids get gastro but I I got food poisoning and I used it and it was amazing like I'm not kidding I put it on so I felt so nauseous and I thought oh my god I'm gonna vomit I did I vomit I don't think I did went and grabbed my digestion straight away, put it on my tummy, fell asleep, woke up, felt 100%. Yeah. I've had similar so, things as well. Yeah. And <laughs> I think I think everyone has. I, I don't know about you, but I get the most testimonials about this one at classes. If, they've, if I've got people there who have used oils, it's the one I get the most testimonials about. Yeah. It's a bit this – is, this one and another one I call the husband converters because – it does have such an, an instant, not instant, but really noticeable effect. So I've had my husband, you know, we've had a big dinner and he's overindulged and had, yeah, look like the five, six months pregnant belly. <laughs> and, um, I've rubbed it on his stomach and it's been amazing. But there was one time where he was quite uncomfortable and he had a drop under his tongue. And literally half an hour later, I asked him, how are you feeling? And he's like, oh, oh, fine. Yeah, exactly that is actually i think that's a really important thing to point out with oils is um it's not like panadol where you're going to take it and then all of a sudden you notice that the pain is gone it is very gradual they are like really gentle in the way that they work and you won't notice until like 10 15 minutes later and you're like oh that pain's gone Mm. but that's the best thing about them I've also been using it a little bit with heartburn, pregnancy heartburn. Yeah, yeah, it's really good. I've started also, getting nausea as well. Yes. Yeah, um, I didn't use it that much for nausea because the fennel smell was not overly appealing to me in the first few weeks. Um, yeah, so it was my favourite. But no, I was rubbing it on my belly, but I couldn't sniff it. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I yeah. had it under. I literally had the bottle under my nose for the first twelve weeks. Yeah. Um, but oh, it's no, also really good for motion sickness. So yes. I like my motion sickness is ridiculous. I am talking. I get motion sickness when I'm on a swing with my kids. <laughs> that, I know it's really I pathetic. Laugh, sorry, it's really pathetic. But um, going on trains and stuff and trams, I will often get motion sickness on them. Mm. And so I have like a little diffuser bracelet. It's just got like volcanic stone and I always have Digestin dropped on it so that I can just stick the bracelet up to my nose and it gets rid of all motion sickness. My son gets car sick, so he has used it. Um, I'm a, As a primary school teacher, I have taken it on school excursions and given it to the kids that get bus sick who are sitting at the front and they have all 
been completely fine on the bus after feeling horrible. They've all put their digest down on. They've all come good. No motion sickness. Um, And that's grade sixes. You know, if you can convert kids at at around grade six to essential Mm -hmm. oils, then that are boys, you're doing a good job because they must work. how life-changing. That's so cool. Because those boys are sus on anything like that at that age. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So it's one of my favorites. Digest said. Right. You go. This episode was sponsored by Low Tox Home, our online program where you will learn how to make simple, natural swaps in your home to save money and improve your family's health in less than five minutes a week. For more information or to enroll, head to clairecreations.com forward slash Low Tox Home. Okay. Um, okay. I'm going to jump completely random to frankincense. I left it for so, you. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to so, do it and I was like, no, quit. Frankincense, I mean, it's been around for a while. It's in the Bible um, and it is the king of oils and possibly the thing it's most well known for is um, helping with inflammation. So I'll just share a story right away. I've started getting, which I didn't even know was a thing, sort of arthritis in my knuckles from pregnancy Again, one of the beauties of pregnancy. And I messaged Carly last night and I said, I think this is what I've got. I'm going to use frankincense on it. Is that what you'd use? She agreed. Put it on last night. And the night before, I'd like woken up with cramps in my hands and it was fine. I probably need to do another application now. This is like nearly 15 hours later. Amazing. Mm -hmm. So the other big thing with frankincense for me, so I have suffered massively from anxiety postnatal depression um i was medicated for two years so now i am in no way against medication not going to say that in any way but for me it was a temporary measure for me to make changes to be able to manage with i didn't even know that i had anxiety until i went to the doctor and described what the hell was going on and was diagnosed anyway i needed something to help me right away and that at that time, that was my option. And so for two years, I worked on getting off this and I tried so many things and every time I would really struggle when I started cutting back. And it wasn't until I didn't even read anything. I don't know where the idea came to me. I just started putting a drop of frankincense under my tongue every morning. Then maybe a month or so later, I did some research on this and thought, this seems to be making some sort of difference to me. And it turns out it is amazing for anxiety. And Mm. that I would never, ever say replace medication with an oil. Never something I would say. But for me, that's the thing that helped me make the transition when nothing else had worked in the past. And I still, to Mm. this day, have a drop of frankincense under my tongue every morning and I will use it occasionally I might have another drop in the afternoon if I'm having a particularly not great day, but it has just been life changing. And I'm freaking out looking at the bottle right now, thinking that I've only got about an eighth of the bottle left. (laughs) I need to order again. Um, But it's just amazing for so many things. I know Kylie's got a few frankincense stories as well. Yeah. Lots of frankincense stories, but we'll be here all day. I think um, it's important to note a couple of things with what you just said. One yeah. is that we none of the things we are saying are recommendations for other people. They are the ways that no. we choose to use essential oils exactly. for us this and is for our how families. We use them. 
And a lot of it is also based on one, our personal knowledge of our own bodies and how they respond to oils Two, a lot of research that we have done on the safety of essential oils, because we are certainly not people that are going to um, do things like this haphazardly. No. We like research. We thrive on the research, to be honest. Apart from me intuitively doing that. That's probably yeah. the only thing. But, but the you intuitively doing that was based on your trust of the oils after. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Researching a lot them of research specifically. Into them and the yeah. purity and the safety yeah. of ingesting. Yes, that's and right. And once you feel comfortable random. with that, yeah. yeah, once you feel comfortable with that, then using them intuitively becomes easy. Exactly. Um, yeah, so that's one thing to point out. The other thing to point out is that essential oils actually work with the olfactory system um, of our, like in our bodies, of our brain, and they connect us to memory. Your olfactory system connects you to memories, so scent connects you to memory um, and also helps to calm down. So it also connects to your central nervous system. So essential oils work with both of those parts of the body, which is why um, Claire has found a really good effect from frankincense and anxiety and it's why you know you might smell let's say you smell lavender and it reminds you of popuri that your grandmother used to have in her house because that is your olfactory system um, and that's the way that it works so essential oils work in the same way in terms of that so this is not any hippie stuff no it is <laughs> a lot of scientific it, it, research it is yeah it. it is actually backed by a lot of science and there are a heap of studies and there out is there. a lot more coming heap out of books yeah lots and lots of books lots of experts um and unfortunately it does seem like in australia we are still a little bit behind um on the research which is i think why there's also a lot of scare campaigns in australia about ingesting essential oils um yeah but anyway that's not <laughs> we're gonna mm. probably get crucified if we keep going down that track so no. we won't talk about so that maybe I'll, i will just say so once you are comfortable with um once i comfortable with but you're you're okay with ingesting essential oils the way that we know with doTERRA essential oils which ones are safe to ingest because i'm really sorry if you guys can hear that noise in the background my neighbors have just decided to start gardening right now um <laughs> But each bottle on the back says whether it's for flavouring use or not. If it says for flavouring use, then it is safe to be ingested. If not, mm. it is not safe to be ingested. For instance, and a, world, a worldwide company are not going to put that on the back of a bottle if they haven't done their due diligence and their exactly. research. Exactly. Lots exactly. of it. Um, yeah. They're not going to risk a multi, multi, multi-million dollar company on just really poor advice. Um, anyway. Yeah. Right. I'm just going to so, say one more thing. And this, this is the reason that, um, you know, if you were to purchase oils through me and Kylie, we give you all this information and we give you information on dilution rates and what sort of levels are safe to ingest. It's not safe to, to have 10 drops of frankincense in one go and we would never recommend that. So mm -mm. that's also why there's a lot of the, um, the negativity around it because there are a lot of people recommending things that they shouldn't. Yeah. Okay. Let's move on. Next one. Yeah. Okay. Um, the next one. All right. I'm going to go with tea tree. Okay. So tea tree again, sourced from Australia, which I love, but, um, tea tree can be, can be used for so many things. But for me, my favorite use for it is earaches with kids. We have had, 
amazing results with tea tree, you know, screaming child, the same child who gets sick all the time, uh, a screaming child one minute, five minutes later, a cotton ball with some tea tree dabbed on the cotton ball and just loosely put into her ear, like resting in her ear, asleep within five minutes. So that is our absolute favorite use for it. But I also use it for mopping our floors. Uh, we use it to keep insects away. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I use for. Oh, on pimples, like in skincare. Mm. Frankincense is another one. It's really good for your beauty regime, ladies. It helps your body to naturally produce collagen. Collagen is what keeps us young. I should have said yes. that. Wrinkle proof. In the frankincense part, but I didn't. I use it every day on my skin. Um, but yeah, tea tree is also really good in your skincare. It is great if you're a parent and you are trying to avoid head lice. Oh, yes. That is brilliant. Yeah. I make up a spray, which actually I've been slack on this term. Yeah. Spray so their heads, spray their hats. Having a uh, little girl who has super thick long hair, um, when she goes to kinder, that spray gets put in her hair in the mornings when I do her hair. Mm. Um, yeah, so it keeps the little nasty buggers away. Also helps to treat them when it comes time to having to, if you actually have nits and you're having to get them out. So you'll notice that all the nits treatment stuff have tea tree in them as well. Um, what else do I use tea tree for? Mm, I can't really think. Have you got any other uses that I haven't covered? No, I think that's probably it. But I will second the ear issue that we have, yeah. I would say, at least 10 occasions now with our little guy screaming in pain of a sore ear and 15, 20 minutes later, fine. And yeah. it's, it's probably taken until the last, well, the second last incident, my husband to believe it as well. He will be standing over him with the paracetamol saying, he needs this. And I said, just give it time, give it time. And the little guy actually rejects medicine now, which so is probably not great for if he needs it. Yeah. Um, Look, we have had an issue with that. That's the reason we've ended up in emergency. Kids who, yeah. who only want the oils, they don't actually want the medicine, regardless mm. of me saying, like, you know, you we're at the point where we need medicine now. now. Yeah. 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 Because that's the case, other thing. It's been good, though. Because. Yeah. It's given him time to, yeah, for the the oil to take effect. Yeah. And that's the other thing as well. I do want to mention, like, we will use natural until natural is not working and then we will absolutely 100% go to Western Medicine because if our kids or us need Western Medicine, we need it. That's yeah. what it's there for. A year ago I was on a morphine drip in emergency in yeah. absolute agony. So definitely not against... Western medication when we need my, Western medicine when we need it. My daughter is currently on a preventer puffer every single day mm. at the moment. So it is absolutely not ideal, but we have tried natural. We have done two years of natural and it's not cutting it for her anymore. And I'm not messing with her breathing. You know, that's mm. kind of a vital survival thing. Yeah. Um, so she's, what works for her is she is on, a preventer puffer every single day and it is stopping us from having to use Ventolin and it is stopping us from having to do trips to emergency and that is what is working. So you do what is working and what is necessary. Um, yeah. Okay. So that's how many have we done? One, two, three, three. Right. Okay. You're okay. up. Okay. Next up is Easy Air, which I will – so it's the respiratory blend. 
I'll tell you what is in it. It's got laurel, eucalyptus, peppermint, tea tree, lemon, cardamom, one that I can't pronounce, Ravintsara, yeah, right, and Reversara. Can't pronounce either of those. But basically, if you've ever used Vicks, or Yuki Bear Rub, or Yuki Bear Rub, Easy Air would be used in the same way. So we use this for coughs and colds, sniffles, um, anything respiratory related. I personally have a little roller of kids dilution of Easy Air that I keep next to the bed. And if we end up with a sick child in our bed or, or just a child in our bed because they often snore or they cough or they're sniffling a lot of the time, I will roll it on their chest and on their feet and it stops. And yep. we all get a decent night's sleep every single time. Mm-hmm. I don't think I have had a failure with it, really. No. Um, we use it in our – and this was actually my husband starting this, not me. Yeah. We have a diffuser in our bedroom and we have both become addicted to putting easy air in our diffuser before oh, bed every I single night. I do it now after you said you've been putting oh. it in. Yeah. Because there is nothing better than the feeling of going to sleep so with completely nice. clear sinuses. Like, yeah, nothing better. It's no more so relaxing. Mm. So relaxing. Um, yeah, but it is a really, really good one for congestion. Um, I've used it on our little guy with a baby dilution when he was unwell, yeah. you know, got his first little cold and it really, really helped him. Because obviously, you know, babies can't blow their noses. So we used Fess and easier and you know um but yeah it's a really really good one oh air travel it's another good thing yes going going up and down good one i had i put a drop of easier on um cotton wool and put them in a little ziploc bag so i didn't have to take the whole bottle and gave one to each child and they just sat there Mm. sniffing and well, we're fine. I really wanted to hand it around the plane because I could hear so many kids screaming. Yeah, I know. It's so sad. Mm. Um, yeah, but, but so basically, yeah, like Vicks but without the lovely added petroleum. Yes, that's in Vicks. And it so smells so beautiful. To, to apply them topically, though, you do need to mix them with some type of carrier. Like you can put it on chests, like Claire said, chests, backs, feet, Um but you will need to mix it with something to carry it, whether that's a natural moisturiser, whether it's, you know, a fractionated coconut oil or even just some olive oil, you will need to mix it with something. But, yeah, it works, I tell you, works. I use it a lot actually for exercise, like if I'm, um, well, not anymore because let's be honest, I don't run anymore. But when I did used to run. I was using this and peppermint when I was started running just before I got pregnant again. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. Just really good for, it gets more oxygen into the body and actually makes you feel like you're a lot less puffed. My husband did a beep test and he had been training for it, you know, making sure that he could get to the level that he needed to. And I made him do some trials without easy air and some with easy air. And he said that he felt like he could go for way longer, um, when he had the easier because he just felt way less puffed. So That's so cool. Mm. Um, There's probably one – so one of the other questions was limitations on usage, and this is not a limitation, but I'll say – I'm losing my train of thought as I'm saying it um, – that 
all essential oils are super, super potent. So a little does go a long way. And mm. like Kylie said, super, super diluted. So we have different, there are different dilution rates for different ages. So for example, if you have a 10 mil roller and you're using that on a, say, four-year-old, it's maximum, like for when they're sick, maximum 10 drops, usually I don't have the dilution thing in front of me, but five. It's five. Five yeah, drops. For that age, it's around five. In, in a 10 mil roller. So we give yeah. you all of this information. And in terms of um, where to use it, that also depends on the age as well. So for a little mm. kid who's not going to, um, who could touch their chest and then rub their eyes, we would only put it on their feet or on their spine or somewhere that they're not mm-hmm. going to touch. But for older yeah. kids who can understand it a bit better, then you can be putting it yeah. in other places. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is that is that five? No, we've got one more. No, one more. You've got you've one got more. One more. I've got one more. All right. Lucky last for this episode is on guard. Um, this is a it's like an immunity vent blend. It's called the protective blend. It's kind of. Do you want to read out what's in it? It smells kind of oh, spicy. Yeah. It smells like Christmas, I think. So it does. Wild, wild orange, clove, oh, cinnamon. Cinnamon leaf and cinnamon bark, eucalyptus and rosemary. Yeah. So all of those oils help your body to fight off like bacteria and things. Um, and this blend has been a game changer for the whole childcare germ disgustingness. Mm. Uh, we both have, I know that you have it as well, we both have on guard either in a spray form or in a roller in our car. And when our kids get into the car out of childcare, they have to roll it on their hand straight away <laughs> to avoid and the germs centers, coming home. And grocery yeah. stores. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But it is, yeah, I mean, we diffuse it. I mop floors with it if people are sick. I, you know, turn it into a spray with some water and some oil mixed in there, um, essential oil, fractionated coconut oil and water, and I spray toys with it, spray door handles, um, yeah. everything when someone's the sick. The works. Yeah, the works. It's really, really good. But even to the point that, like, I have um, done oil pulling. Claire and I both are susceptible to tonsillitis. Mm. I've done oil pulling with On Guard and it's really, really effective. Use it on my glands if I'm feeling unwell. You know, it's just a really, really effective blend, but probably not in the same way you're going to see the effect of oils like Digest Zen because it's going to be over time. But it 100% works. I think a really good testament to that is if you see a tradie, a.k.a. my husband, <laughs> taking a rollerball bottle of essential oils to work when he's sick and applying them in front of other tradies <laughs> and being willing to smell like Christmas all day wow. long, then they must work. <laughs> because it does sort of smell like a manly aftershavey, like... Yeah, Thanks. not the type of aftershave my so, husband's going to use. Maybe, maybe not, mate. Okay, I'm, I'm yeah. stretching it here. <laughs> yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they're some of our top five. We'll do another five in the next episode. Um, but we do encourage you to, if you're curious, do your own research or join the Facebook group or if you're already in the Facebook group. If you have more specific questions, contact us. But, yeah, like we said, it's a really... It is a little bit of a minefield in terms of researching essential oils. And, yeah, uh, I mean, I, don't, I haven't done a heap of research on the other two companies. I only actually think that I know 
one other company that is pure. Mm. Um, I don't even think I know the second one. But, yeah, it's just, I mean, they're, they're so beneficial, but I do think that there is an equal amount of success stories and people who love them on social media and online in general as there are people trying to scare the shit out of you and make out that anyone who uses doTERRA or tells you to use doTERRA is an evil person just trying to make money. Yeah. Um, you know, every, you have, every single person has the ability to make their own decisions. We cannot make your decisions for you, nor do we want to make your decisions for you. No. You just have to do what you feel is best. If I should also add that since I've been using essential oils and trusting in my my ability to know what essential oils to use, my children have not been to the doctor for sickness. Other than our yep. little <laughs> darling who has all, all the breathing issues, um, she has been at the doctor, all breathing related um, with, I don't know, what they're now treating as asthma but is not technically diagnosed as asthma. Um, but our eldest we moved and we have lived where we are for almost two years and his name is not down at any single doctor surgery because he's Mm. never had an appointment so yeah i don't know if that doesn't speak for itself i don't know what does and he has had i mean he goes to kinder he's five he's definitely been sick but oils have covered it every single time yeah, oils, rest, coming food, from, you know, combination. Yeah, this is coming from someone who we were literally one week we went to the doctor three times in one week for three different things. We we used to be there every other week. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. All right. All right. Let's let's leave it there, and we will see yeah. you next episode. Yes. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Natural Life Academy. If you love this episode, we would really appreciate if you would leave a little review for us and tell us what you think. And if you want more from us, head over to Facebook and join the Natural Life Facebook group where we will share more tips, tricks, recipes, and of course, inspiration for your natural life.